Today is Tuesday, April 12th, and you're listening to the morning announcements presented by Betches Media. I'm Sammy Sage, and this episode is sponsored by Credit Karma. Credit Karma uses your credit data to find loan offers that are personalized to you. Apply with more confidence today. According to new reporting from the New York Times, the January 6th committee has enough evidence to make a criminal referral to the Justice Department for the one and only Donald J. Trump. So what will the members of the committee do with that evidence? Keep it tucked away in their pockets, of course. Why would the specific individuals tasked with accountability actually do anything about a former president obstructing the election certification and conspiring to defraud the American people? Members of the committee reportedly disagree over whether to make a criminal referral or to let Attorney General Merrick Garland pursue charges based on other recommendations. They think Garland will build his own case against Trump regardless, and that their endorsement of charges against the former president might give any future prosecution a partisan taint and allow Trump to claim later that Democrats in Congress came after him. Yeah, I think that particular ship sailed right off the coast of Mar-a-Lago around 2016. Meanwhile, Liz Cheney confirmed that the committee has significant evidence of unlawful activity and played down any infighting. But other members have previously shared conflicting preferences regarding whether the committee should suggest Trump be tried for crimes or just publish a very detailed report listing all of his crimes. Does this debate not feel extremely familiar? I think we already established that a report full of Trump's crimes is worth less than the paper towels he threw at hurricane survivors. While we're on the corruption beat, we have more insight into what binds the unlikely friendship of Jared Kushner and Mohammed bin Salman. It's apparently not just a love for purging one's enemies and earning their dad's approval. Reporting from the New York Times revealed that Jared Kushner's firm Affinity Partners got a $2 billion investment from Saudi Arabia in a deal that was made shortly after Trump left office. The $2 billion comes from the Saudi Public Investment Fund, whose board members expressed concern about Jared's firm, but were overruled by Saudi Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman. That's one of the perks of being the Crown Prince. Experts worry that Kushner is cashing in on the public policy that he influenced throughout the Trump administration. Oh, really? Well, now at least we know that the performance fee for ignoring your friend's murder of an American journalist is a cool two bill. Another day, another set of receipts from Mark Meadows' text messages. I'm no lawyer, but it certainly looks like Donald Trump Jr. may have implicated himself in the scheme to overturn the election when he texted the former White House chief of staff on November 5th, aka right after Election Day, but before Joe Biden had been declared the winner. In the messages, Trump Jr. specifically told Meadows that there were, quote, multiple paths to achieving their goal and, quote, we control them all. He also shared strategies for undermining the vote, such as pursuing lawsuits in swing states and urging members of Congress to reject the electors, which turned out to be exactly what they did. A lawyer for Trump Jr. said that these were not Don's ideas, but they were suggestions from a friend. The fact that Donald Trump Jr. couldn't come up with an original idea is definitely the most believable part of this story. Now on to the continuing invasion in Ukraine. Commercial satellite imagery has shown an eight-mile-long convoy of Russian forces making its way to the Donbass region in eastern Ukraine. As was predicted, Russia is reinforcing its invasion in the eastern part of the country after failing to take Kiev. Meanwhile, a unit of the Ukrainian National Guard accused Russia of using an unknown chemical weapon against Ukrainian military and civilians in Mariupol, which led to respiratory failure and other illnesses among victims. 
This is important because NATO has previously warned that the use of chemical weapons could be grounds for further action from the West, and Joe Biden has said that it could trigger a significant response from the U.S. So we will definitely be keeping our eye on that story. Elon Musk was supposed to join Twitter's board of directors this past Saturday, but just like the time he once announced an indestructible car only to have it destroyed mere minutes later, Musk also announced that same morning that he would not actually be joining the board. The specific reasons why are unconfirmed, but Musk purchased more than 9% of the stake in the company last week, and joining the board would cap his shares at 14.9%. But by not joining the board, he can buy as many shares as he would like and is not bound to act in Twitter's favor. I mean, why would someone want to act in the favor of the company that they own between 9 and 15% of anyway? Simply based on the fact that after making his announcement, he tweeted and then deleted his suggestion to change Twitter's name to Titter, I predict he'll announce his run for president in 3, 2, 1. Thank you for listening to the morning announcements and thanks again to our partner, Credit Karma. Paying down debt can be stressful, especially when you need to keep track of multiple monthly payment dates. If you're tired of juggling due dates, consolidating with a personal loan could be your answer, and Credit Karma can help you find the best option for you. If you're ready to apply, head to creditkarma.com slash loan offers to see personalized offers. That's creditkarma.com slash loan offers to find the loan for you. Until tomorrow, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on. Betches.